Godzilla! He uses main teeth for crits because he's Godzilla! This is At The Nexus, episode 140, My Week in Flash, on Tuesday, August 26, 2014. And now, on the listening stream, this episode of At The Nexus is hosted by Ryan Rampersad with co-host Matthew Petchel. How's it going? It's pretty good. How about you? Uh, doing well. Really? Yeah, it's another fine Tuesday night. Tuesday night? Tuesday night. Is this the new show day? The new show day. Uh, it's okay with me. I'm okay with that. Because, yeah. you know, Mondays the mail's heavy, and uh, Tuesday the, the mails are always light. Is that because... Nobody mail sings on Saturday. Is that so? Yeah. Uh, because... Incoming mail is always low that day. That's strange, but fine. A lot of people put the mail in the system, so Wednesdays are bad. Like, you know, there's a delay. I feel like you've got all of this planned out and analyzed. This is just, just, just observations from a half-wit carrier who hates carrying mail, so he notices when it's terrible. And when it's... Mondays are always bad. Worse. I uh, see. Well, I, I guess that's uh, that's good. So Tuesdays are the new show day. That's and yes, like, well, Sunday there is no mail. I'm like, well, yeah, that's why I do stuff that's fun. Like? Not podcast. What did we do? I went to a dinner party. Right. How was that? Um, it was good. I actually got to get roped into grilling. And so, see, my grandpa can grill really nicely. Mm-hmm. But he does something very, very terrible every time he grills. Like? Get this. He buys pastes that he dumps and he squirts on his meat before he cooks it. So what you're saying is he flavors it so it can yes, cook yes, the flavor. Yes. So obviously I'm like, okay, thank you, Grandma, for handing me these things. I'm totally going to use them. Set them on the grill. Me and my brother just cook it all without using that crap. You, you know, and guess what? It tasted fine. But But you don't have any way to taste anything, clearly, because you don't. People flavor like their animal. meat. Yeah, see, most people don't like the flavor of animal per se. I don't like the the, the weird fishy aftertaste when you happen when you get like. So my, you know how my freezer broke. Yes. Well, so I was eating half frozen fish. Half and, frozen. Uh, well, well, it thawed. Right. And then so then it kept on freezing and thawing and stuff, mm-hmm. and it just got this weird sticky taste to it, and uh, I don't know, it was bad. That's why I quick ate them all. Right. It couldn't get worse. Mm-hmm. But. So I also heard you got a new a new fridge freezer. Yeah, yep, that also that also happened. I had to get replaced. Yeah, so 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 I feel like we went to look at one the other day and you were refused outright. Yeah, yeah eight days ago, eight days prior to the fridge going so out. So almost like I the last time we did cart. a podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but finally happened. So a week later, they changed their mind and yeah. they let you get one. Yeah, well, the necessity was uh, paramount. More, okay, yes. so so what did you get? Any, any stainless steel? Yes, really. The screws oh, okay. were of the highest stainless steel ever. Okay, that's fine with me, I suppose. So what is not stainless steel? What's that white painted metal called? Pointless. The standard cheapest white fridge you can find at any appliance store is yeah. the one I bought. Mm-hmm. I went to my local Sears. Yeah, I You should do that more. can't believe you went to Sears. Dude, Best Buy has all those weirdos in it. Menards had a very limiting selection. Mm-hmm. And guess what happens? Every time I go to the Sears... The store is so open. Like I just love walking around an empty store, and that's yeah, why I nobody go to likes Sears. Sears. Everyone likes Sears. No, nobody goes to Sears anywhere See, ever. The biggest problem I have with Sears is they don't have any mid-range crap. Like, yeah, they have that low end absolute end. crap plastic toolboxes, yeah. and then they have the really nice, super expensive mm-hmm. Craftsman stuff, like uh, 
Like, you know, my, my tool chest I got? Yeah. That was $400. Like, that, that's a good middle tier mm-hmm. toolbox. I like that tool chest. And they got the absolute, like, stuff you like, <laughs> this is here to, like, make the cheap people want to buy. And then they have the beautiful, like, yeah, this is a man's craftsman. And, yeah. No. Uh, Sears is a great store. They sell TVs and everything. Menards doesn't even do that anymore. They used to sell TVs. They used to, but no. no. Now they, they sell more beds and TVs. And I'm glad they don't sell TVs anymore. What did you do this week? Well, this week I, I um, continued working on the blogs engine thing. Did, <coughs> did you know that WordPress sucks? I mean, is that is that a known fact? I think you say it every week. Yeah, pretty much. But I love WordPress. Don't get me wrong. But what I've learned yet more of is just reading the docs, not helpful. Reading, you know, Stack Overflows, people's tutorials, also not helpful. You know what is helpful? Reading the source code directly. Because otherwise, you'll just get wrong answers. Most like on the forums. Yeah. I hear you got uh, egregiously assaulted last week. Yeah. By 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 no one answering much and just uh, in the chat room wrong. people just don't know what they're talking about and so WordPress. So one of the problems with WordPress is that if you try to write a post on the phone, your post will be set to published instead of draft, which will not trigger certain things to happen as if you were doing it through the website. Hmm. Because why who knows WordPress? So that was the unfun thing. The fun thing I w- was doing was also playing the second dot .hack game of the second series. Oh, nice. So I'm already on the second game. I'm 14 hours in, I think. That's what my save said earlier today. And so it, it's going pretty well. I'm um, do- leveling up a little bit before the next boss battle, and uh, probably do be doing that while the show is rendering later. Uh, you know, it's a fun game, actually, because when I played this originally in 2006... I could read, but let's just say I couldn't read as fast as I needed to be able to, to understand all the references and all of the themes and motifs and ideas. Hmm. And and also, ten years later, or, or, or okay, fine, eight years later, you actually uh, have the entire series finished and ended, so when you want to know more of something, you just go look it up. Hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. And so finally, today, on the Tuesday, because, you know, this is our new show day, uh, earlier today, I helped our good friend, this guy named Dave, set up his new classroom. Oh, wow. So, let, let me ask you. How many students are in about a classroom Figure for class? 30, 35? 35-ish? Yeah, yeah, okay. So, he says his max occupancy will be 37. So, how many computers would you save for a 37-unit class? 40. 40, you know, just to have a few extra in case one breaks or something. Oh, obviously, yeah. Or, or, you know. I was thinking like a troubled kid. Right. Like, um, you have the computer in the corner that runs a little slower. Like, you can't be responsible for the rest of the class. Who's shit in the corner? I'm like, oh, thank you. That computer's name is Fred. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, so here, here's the deal. So this guy moved from his luxury room. A gym. Because you, you can see the pictures in the dinosaur picture photo gallery. So he moved from there to this shoebox room. It might be a nice soundproof room. However, there is a whopping 10 computers in it. Hmm. Because apparently the school he's taking over for didn't have a computer program or something. and uh, They got scrubbed two, three years ago. Yeah, and, and so they're, they're bringing it back now, but with 10 computers. To start with. Well, so in October they might get more. Yeah. Uh, so then, also, while I was just you know, milling about as one is to do. But while doing that, I also was listening in on conversations I wasn't probably supposed to hear, but I did anyway. I listened to this guy named Dave talk to this other guy named, uh, I think we call him CB or something. I don't, I don't know. And, uh, he was, uh, telling Putnam, well, you have Chromebooks, so you don't need computers. Hmm. 
So if you have a Chromebook, you don't need a computer. Chromebooks are great for Photoshop. Are they? Uh, well, his he always did a lot of things with digital imaging and all the other things, like a little Photoshop, little mm-hmm. photoing, because that's what people like doing these days. Yeah, you know, it's all the rage. You know, like even you, you take a picture and you post it. Yeah. But before you post it, you edit Why it not make it look nice? Yeah, and um, what about all the other like video editing stuff he had the kids doing and and cool stuff? You know, with the little DV cam deal. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know if a Chromebook is really good at those kind of things. Hmm. What can a Chromebook do? I think it can. Can it run Dart? I think it can. No, I can't even do that. So you can't even teach them anything. No, no. I mean you can teach to Google and Google Docs, and you can stalk the Ryan. I mean that's always a fun game. But but really, ten computers, forty Chromebooks. Let's just cry. Mm. (laughs) I've been Pepsi'd. (laughs) I remember doing that on a show once. But there's air conditioning. No, there's not. What? There is no air conditioning in that room in particular. Oh, the building is. Yeah, but not in that I room. I was always cold when I went to school. No air conditioning this in that room. This is where I went to elementary school. Apparently. Well, in the same building. Yeah. I was in the... Um, Elsewhere. Yeah, relocated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it's not looking too good. It's looking kind of grim. Hey, uh, he's getting paid, and he doesn't have to start at the bottom of a chain. Well, if he switched districts, he'd be at the bottom chain again. That I don't almost been better if he'd gotten a better place to work in. Like this is pretty rock bottom. Ten computers, thirty-seven kids. So, so I should also mention that he has an A B, an A day, and a B day. Yeah, so, I guess that's common. So there, there. You know, it's weird because I didn't think it was common, but I've been proved wrong continuously. And that means he has to have so many extra, like repeated things, and just all the time. I don't know. It doesn't sound good. It, it, it can't be good. No. So that was, uh, that's my week. Okay. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's time to do the news. The news. But where can we find all of the uh, show notes? The show notes can be found. With pictures of mini Godzillas in them. Well, there would be pictures if this guy named somebody on the other side of the table actually supplied the link. Mr. Somebody on this side of the table. Well, Mr. Somebody, if you'd like to see your pictures, you could go to the local, the Nexus.tv slash ATN140. 140? Only 10 more episodes till we quit? Again. And then we're, we're... Can we actually quit? No, you can never quit. <sighs> like perpetual lock-in. You know. No, so Andrew Bailey and I were talking about this actually because we all know that you want to quit and I oh, want to quit. I mean, and Andrew yeah. Bailey wants to quit and Sam wants to quit. Oh wait, he did. And um, so which makes him smarter than all of us. But you know that's not true. Uh, yeah, actually, so especially this week's chat logs, <laughs> and most importantly, timestamps. <laughs> so so. Andrew Bailey and I were talking about this, and uh, we determined that when anybody quits the network, they get married. And so clearly, Sam was married, but married to the wrong substance. I am never going to be able to quit. <laughs> right, so good luck with that. So let's get on with the news. What can you tell me about Sprint? Well, I could tell you a lot of things, but you know, Sprint's had their their, their troubles. And, you know, last week they got their new CEO, and they did that $60 plan thing, right? Mm-hmm. Or they did the elimination of their family plan. Well, now they're adding a new $60 plan. So you know how Sprint's always had that unlimited data touting feature? The the only truly unlimited. Right, allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. yeah. Well, so now that they're expanding uh, from from their expensive unlimited data to a cheaper unlimited thing. And it's going to be $60 a month where you get unlimited data texting and talking. And that sounds good, right? Mm-hmm. 
And so now all of the media outlets are promoting how great Sprint is and Sprint is saying how great Sprint is and everybody's happy. Here's the downside. If you take that plan, which is might be a good thing to do, and somebody else has one of the existing more expensive plans, you will get low priority on the network. Hmm. So in effect, you'll be like using for per se the Virgin Mobile priority versus the Sprint priority. So why bother? You shouldn't. You should uh, get on the T-Mobile Express bandwagon, or just not use Sprint. Go yeah. go AT and T. Even Verizon is better at this point, which is a problem. Yeah, yeah. But so T-Mobile's been uh, issuing a new campaign, so because you know this this Sprint's in the media stuff, so you got to fight it somehow. That's what I do, and so they are offering a new life-saving policy. Life-saving policy. Altering. It's going to save you from your Sprint problems. So let's say you know somebody like you that are on T-Mobile, and you recommend to your friend who is a Sprintian, and you get them to sign up. You can get free LTE for both parties for a year. A whole year? One whole year of LTE. That sounds pretty good. Well, so I don't know how good it actually is, because you probably already bought LTE with your data plans. Like, can yeah. you switch plans? <laughs> like, <laughs> no. I figured the part the person at T-Mobile already end is yeah, getting screwed it, it, a little. It seems complicated. I don't know. They don't have, like, fine print on their uh, little... It's a promotional page there. You, you know, I'm sure most companies have a referral program, but it's just an expansion of that. But you yeah, remember, like, two months ago, the guy said that there's only one way T-Mobile's going to be on the top. Which is? To get more people to sign up. Yeah. That, that was his big campaign, uh, remember? Like, yeah. Don't worry, people. We're going to get more people. Yeah, and, and they're not worried. They, they are getting more people. Quarter after quarter, they are getting just more and more. You know, it's been consistently growing since Laguerre took over. Yeah. The crazy guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, in addition to that, you know, new campaign to free Sprint customers from their shackles, uh, T-Mobile has also uh, changed some of their own plans and, and added more, unfortunately. The first is on their simple starter plan, which is they have quadrupled. Quadrupled. Can, can you say it? No. No? Okay, well, uh, can you say 500 megabytes to 2 gigabytes? That's... 500 megabytes to 2 gigabytes? Yeah, that's quadrupling, apparently. Quadrupling the data for the simple starter plan, which is good, but, I mean, really, should anything even be starting at 500 megs at this point? I mean, really. Mine starts at a gig. Yeah, and now imagine quadrupling that. That would sound really good, but, but 500 to 2 gigs isn't that great. And so then they've also increased the number of lines on the family simple choice plan from some number called 5 to some number called 10. So I guess you can pay them more money, but you can have more lines on one account, which is, I guess, nice. And finally, for an additional $10, you can match your tablet's data plan to your phone's. So let's put, pretend you pay, how much do you pay for, like, 60-ish? Uh, 57.95. so 60 $60. Yeah, $60-ish. So let's say you had a tablet, you could give your tablet for just $10 whatever your phone has. Hmm. So you'd have, effectively... Your phone's gig and your tablet's gig, and that's like you know two gigs. It sounds good. If you had that eighty dollar plan, which I think is five gigs, mm-hmm. you could have five gigs on your phone and five gigs on your tablet, just for ten dollars more. That's actually uh, not too bad. And that seems pretty nice. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty good. Because I know, um, I think AT and T used to share the data between all of them, and their family. So you get their family gets twenty five gigs, right? But if you have a can, lot of devices, it just you you or, lose it all. Yeah, or one. Yeah. And one one bad human being. <laughs> I mean, I could totally you, you, so look you, at Putnam's house. I could see Ben just like I didn't. I know. just watched all of Death Note, and now I'm gonna watch all Bleach on Netflix. Yeah, because 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 Netflix has anime on it. Sure, it does. 
you watch it there. Yeah, not not any good shows. Yeah. So, I learned something this week. Mm-hmm. And there's also some news about AT&T mobility in the news. So, AT&T cellular division got a new CEO this week. A new and CEO. so, you think, well, so AT&T's got a new CEO. Mm-hmm, yeah. Well, I guess they have multiple now because yeah. they have different divisions. So, mm-hmm. normally at like, you know, Microsoft, like the, this division has uh, a vice president mm-hmm. usually. But no, AT&T is all about the CEOs. Apparently, that's their business. So, Rolf De La Vega has been promoted to CEO of Business and Mobile, and they now have a CEO of AT&T Mobility, which is Glenn Lurie, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Like both of these names are. are yeah, yeah mm-hmm. they're. So, so apparently, promoted from Mobility is to be Business and Mobile, and apparently, so that that so there's how many CEOs right now? There's two. But there's actually a third there who's ha- the CEO of AT&T as a whole. And I didn't even know what his name is. It's like Steve or something. And he's just sitting somewhere. You know, it's very weird. And so I, I hadn't heard about this. It didn't make a big media splash. I don't know what his new, I don't, I don't know what Glenn Lurie's new role will be. I don't know if there's any good reasoning for this change. I don't understand. Yeah, it's very cool. Mm-hmm. So, so do you do you do you know anything about watches? You know, I don't. Do you do you know anything about that LG watch that that came out at Google I/O? Do you know anything about that? I know I didn't buy one. Did you know? Do you, do you remember like how it was like leaking its acid? No, wait, no, no. It was like your corroding. Was it was corroding. corroding on your skin and, and mm-hmm. killing you or something. Well, and there was always current on the pins. Yes, that that was part of the problem. Well, LG is planning on announcing their next smartwatch already because the first one was clearly a failure, and uh, the the event in question is at IFA, which is let's think about it as the German CES. Can we can we think about it like that? Is that okay with sure, you? Sure, we can do that. Okay, good, because that that simplifies the explanation a lot. So in a couple weeks, we're going to get a new LG G watch, and it's not going to be called something logical. It's going to be called the LG G Watch R. So what's this going to do differently? It's going to be a watch. It looks like this. And I have a short, pointless video to let you listen to. Wow, I'm not impressed. Uh, but for the record, the the um, the the feature, the headline is that it'll be around. <sighs> yeah, yeah. You know what else is going to be around? I don't know. So this this IFA thing is going to be cool, and the new Samsung Gear is going to come. And guess what they're going to call it? The Gear R. No, the Gear Three. Oh, the Gear Three. Thank you. I, I think that's a good scheme to Cause go that, with because that goes after two, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, so all we know for right now is it's going to have a very different screen. Instead of being a little round dot, it's actually going to be kind of like a angle, like it's going to be a long rectangle curving around yeah. your arm. So, but not too I think long. It will be a. It, I like it a lot. More. It'll be the surface area of your wrist, and not the the top surface. Yeah, the top surface. The first, the first half. <laughs> well, remember this, this: the CES last year was the the first eighty five percent or something. So yeah, the eight, the first eighty five percent of the top just, of your wrist. Just remember a fit. Like a, right, the, the the gear fit. You remember that? That the, that that's what it'll look like. Yeah, I guess more like that. That's okay. Curved glass looks cool though. 
I think so. I, do, do you remember if the Gear Two even had a camera? I don't remember. I think it did, but it wasn't in the band anymore. It moved up onto the watch part. Yeah, your I... watch doesn't need a camera. It doesn't matter. Stop doing that. Your glasses need a camera. Yes. Well, so a day before IFA starts, and I think IFA is on the 9th, will be a day before that on the... Yeah, I'm doing that wrong. It's actually on the 5th, so a day before that, which would be the 4th, Motorola has their announcement, which is where they show off their X Plus One and their G2 and stuff. Well, we have some new information about the materials for that phone. Ooh. So there will be a black one, you know, just like a Nexus 5 or a Nexus 7 or whatever, just black. Mm-hmm. There will be a bamboo one, because you remember the big wood theme that they had going for the original Moto X? Yeah. And there will be a new leather option. I think that's a cool option. Okay, like but, leather lookalike or leather? Well, they don't say. I mean, it's probably not like literally dead cow. It's probably Japanese or Chinese dead cow. Uh, I'm okay, as long as it, something had to die for me to have it. It's, it's that's one of the prereqs now. What would you be okay with, like an iPhone human being worker? Oh, Foxconn. Yeah, Foxconn skin. It's Kinda. almost as good as the real fox. <laughs> Probably not. I think they have more rights. Well, so this does question then what happened to Moto Maker? Because if they're only going to come out with three, you know, varieties and probably a white version two for each face, what does that mean for Moto Maker? Is that oh, is that over now? Because if you recall, they were going to move their manufacturing from the U.S. to somewhere else. So is that a part of this? Yeah. Just just three models, that's it? Because, I don't know, their whole big thing about doing it here was... They could do that. It was here, and it was done faster. Mm-hmm. Like, they could no just shipping. ship it. Yeah. yeah. Instead of having to make it go from... Over there to here. Yeah, that takes a while. It, apparently. I well, mean, you would know. You know you're a mass transit shipping oh, expert. Yeah. Uh, can I just tell you something? Maybe. All you folks out there on the uh, listening stream... Don't send something nonprofit because it just does. That's not a way to send stuff. Just, just send it first class. That's all that you have to do. You don't have to have it express. You don't have to have it priority. Just send it first class. Parcel select. I sent a backpack to Jansport Parcel Select a few weeks ago. It got there. Weeks. Okay then. Like to get to California. Weeks. Huh. If I would have sent it first class for just a few dollars more, I mean, it first class packages, man. First class. Gets you awesomeness. So, so tell me about another first-class phone Oh man. that hasn't been shipping well. Yeah. So they're not the shipping experts, but they supply the shipping experts of the world with so much crap. The Amazon. I mean, they, they attack everyone's stream. Yes. But can I tell you something? An industry analysticizer, undisclosed, has said that he believes that there are less than 35,000 of them sold so far. Them what? Uh, uh, fire phones. Fire phones? Because mm, fireflies aren't a selling feature. Apparently not. Now, uh, now, what do you... Do you? I would tend to agree with that. No. I have not seen somebody walking around Target yet. I've, I've not either. You know, Google, Google Glass was extreme beta, super secret stuff. $1,500 precludes extreme beta, so I agree. And we saw a guy with them. Now, on the other hand, doesn't AT&T and $200 also pretty much uh, exude Plus beta? 400 but you only have to pay the 400 if you buy it off contract. So 600 <laughs> Fine, fine. So 3500 though. 3500 Yeah. Like, what was Amazon hoping to do here? I don't understand. I don't know. As so, soon as I can get the Fire Phone Paper White, I will get <laughs> The Paper White version. So what could Amazon do realistically to make this number go up? Um, Make the phone always $200. 
take a huge hit. So I, f- I feel like that's an option. And, and in addition to that, make a nice one. So there is, there is that too. Don't let me see the cameras. But, but what if they just gave up on their customized OS? What if they just made all of their features? I'm sure that's where the most expensive stuff was, development of those helpful flies. Uh, that's cool, but it could just be an app. What if, what if that was just an app? And the Mayday well, was just an app? Yeah. I mean, would it matter at that point? If Mayday was just an app and it had deep level system permissions and it, there was, you know, the rest of the Google apps, you know, like Gmail and Calendar and whatever mm-hmm. else, and they just sat aside or sat alongside the rest of the Google or Amazon apps, what would be wrong with that? Would, would people buy it more so then? I think so. A few more people. 3,700 units. The Wii U's doing better. Whoa, that is a shocking comparison. Wow. Yes. Yes, it is. So, uh, let's check what Apple. Oh, man, those guys? Mm-hmm. Right. So, do you know John Gruber? I'm wearing oh, one of I'm, his I'm t-shirts sure. right now. And, um. Confirmed. <laughs> thank you for confirming that. John Gruber has done the math to determine the resolution of the next iPhone 6 models. He thinks the 4.7 inch model will be a very odd resolution of 1344 by 750 at 326 ppi which if you didn't know is the identical ppi since the iphone 4 uh and that'll be scaled to 2x which is normal and then the 5.5 inch model will be a very strange resolution of 2208 by 1242 at 461 ppi Hmm. that's pretty good so what what do you think about those strange resolutions you can do anything if you're apple okay so first of all what? So, of of these two resolutions, now you probably don't know what the existing resolutions are because I, I have no idea. Do you think these resolutions make the screen just look bigger, or do you think you actually get more on the screen? More on the screen. So you you think that's what they'll do, right? Yeah. Okay. So the last time they made the screen bigger, they actually added one more row of icons. That's it. So this time they should be able to do the same thing on on least on the smaller one, and then maybe a couple of rows on the bigger one. I know they just love changing the sizes for all those iPhone developers. But but they don't care. You you know that that used to be a big thing, you it know. Was. Like, I remember people used to blog about that. Like John Gruber? That guy. That that guy. That guy. That guy. He could be that guy. He makes With that, that much shield. money. Yeah, that shield. So, you you know, so one of the re- things that all the Apple developers will say to defend against the well, you know, Android has a lot of screens, but now Apple's doing it too. Well, one of the things they say is well, Apple has introduced really, really convenient auto layout tools that'll make all those problems go away. That's what they say. Yeah. You know, I don't know if I buy it. Like, you probably won't have a big problem. Uh, what what apps do you use on iOS that would have a problem being on different screens? What apps are there? I don't even know. Well, none, because um, you know, you know, the Hangouts app is great and has extra features and everything. <laughs> I feel like that's a topic for uh, a plug. Oh, late, yeah, later yeah. on. So, uh, tell me, tell me about something else. Oh, um, Reuters is saying that the black light, the backlights for the new iPhone six models are going to have yield issues, so you're um, probably not going to want to buy one. Plus, they're guessing the supply is going to be really constrained and tight. So it always is every time there's a new phone. But it's going to be worse. Yeah. So don't get in line. Yeah. Unless you're on a Segway, because you and, get to go to the front, and then you can just get two. Well, that was the thing. So he was only going to go buy one because he already bought his two online. He needed three. <laughs> two for himself, one for his wife. Yeah. You got two hands Waz when you're writing on the... amazing. Yeah, it kind of is. 
if, if it's kind of funny he doesn't just get them for free because he's still an employee. I don't understand how it works. It doesn't matter to him. Yeah, it probably doesn't. So you know what does matter? Your battery. Mm-hmm. And if you have an iPhone five, well, you know you might you might wanna might wanna look into this. If you bought an iPhone five between September of 2012 and January of 2013, you might be eligible for a very small program that would allow you to replace your battery that apparently has known failing issues. Hmm. You know, it's it's kind of unusual when Apple actually does a recall program or a you know free yeah. replacement program. There, you know, there. You remember that ghosting issue with the Retina Display MacBook Pros? Yeah. Even Brian Mitchell, I think, had his uh, MacBook Pro attempted to be fixed, but it still ghosted even after. So, you know, it's interesting when Apple actually admits they have problems like every other manufacturer, but actually does something about them. Well, I don't do stuff about it. Does Samsung replace their S5s and S4s when they have problems? They would if they weren't being lawsuited. They would if they cared. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 2012, that's old. It is kind of old, Like September, that's almost hitting two years. Yeah, it's it's over. It's over. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. You know what else is over? Maybe. Google. Google. JK, they're doing just fine. Okay, just make it sure. But they also have a lot on their plates. So about every month, they have 30 million copyright infringement claims to go through. And that's just for, like, stuff on the visible index that are being seen. Like, man, that's a... Like, we we kept on talking about this right-to-be-forgotten stuff, but Mm -hmm. they they just really have a lot of people complaining. So, now, 30 30 million a year... A A month. month. A month. A month. Oh, man, a month. 30 million a month, that's... And that's no. not even the YouTube crap. I'm sure the YouTube oh, is where the problems are. It's so, now, clearly those aren't all being submitted by humans, right? Like, some yeah. of that's got to be automated bot nonsense. It's got to be HBO asking that HBO be removed, and it's got to be... Well, HBO used their own name in their thing, so that's illegal. You know, so, you know, the Nexus has been getting botted lately by the, you know, the Chinese botters. And, and, and you know, I feel like they might just... uh be uh, illegal MPAA bots, you know, trying to snoop on my podcast. I feel like that might be what they're doing. I don't, I don't know. They're after our intelligence crystals. I think they might be trying to find out where I've used illegal music in the show, like after every end. Oh, yeah. I mean, just go listen; you'll find it. Uh, so, imagine a world where Google existed, mm-hmm. but you could not legally download Google Chrome in your country. Oh, that would be a problem. No, but but think about it. You can use Google, but you can't use their browser in your country legally. Isn't that weird? That would be the weirdest. Well, that was Cuba until recently, because apparently due to, you know, things in Chrome, like encryption and just the general U.S. embargo up, up against products from the U.S., you couldn't use Chrome legally in Cuba. Well, apparently this week that 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 particular thing has been lifted, and you can now use and download Chrome through Google.com/dot.cu. Huh. Mm-hmm. Weird. So go go all all you Cuban listeners, because you were listening without Chrome, you can use grab it a cigar and go use Chrome and listen to this show. Please do. Yeah, uh, Microsoft. Oh, yeah, but you can listen to it while you're using Windows 9. September 30th, we have a date. Developer preview. Or consumer ready preview. We don't know exactly what it's going to be yet. If it's going to be user friendly or if it's going to be developer only. But we know we'll be getting some version of Windows 9 for everyone 
on September 30th. So what do you think it'll be? What do you want it to be? Piece of crap. But I hope it's going to be something, because I will build a new computer for this. Like, I have the cash money that's waiting around, because I need a faster computer. And, and and you need Windows 9 for it, because you know what we do here. We build yeah. computers during Windows. For operating systems. Yeah. Is that a bad and thing? To get the whole experience, you need the top of the line. You really do. And you will have a great time to do it, because that's when Broadwell comes out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to be there that day. So, you know how I've been wanting AMD to come up with something? They're they're not. And you gave up yet? Yeah. I, Thanks. I'm yeah. so pleased. You you know, I I mean I I love your brand loyalty, but I I feel bad for you when you get ripped off. So so don't. I uh, going back to 2011, I would buy that chip again. 200 bucks for it? Oh yeah, that's a great great I mean, processor, yeah. Yeah, I mean But a year later when the Third gen i5 came out. I wasn't going to wait a year for. Well, I know, absolutely. I, I need that. But but and it's even worse that AMD discontinued that particular 1100T or whatever Just for, for their it being the for, fastest and the best selling ever for their bulldozer 83150. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Who knows? So uh, more rum, uh, rumblings from the Windows 9 department. The preview. And and even possibly the final release itself, sometime in 2015, it might be tuned to a more rapid release and update cycle. So you know Windows Update, the Doom Clock, right? Yes, the thing that was promised to go away and still persists. Yes, well, so that that's that's just an update. That's just patching a bug or patching a security vulnerability. But what about physical and tangible, upgradable things? You know, like the charms bar is gone this week, and next week it's back. What about t- upgrades? You know, normally when you have to upgrade on Windows, you have to go through this long process where things just break left and right, and maybe or maybe not your entire installation is deleted. Every few minutes, I get every restart, I get this 8.1 is now available in the store for free. Yeah, and you don't want to do it because it's such an ordeal, right? Yeah. Well, now, apparently, at least for the preview, there will be a one-click upgrade feature where you just go to the next version, very similar to how Chrome does it. Oh, cool. So you know how Chrome is on 37 now? Mm-hmm. Well, Windows 9 will be on Windows 9 for eight years, but it will be, uh, you know, many builds streaming continuously. Mm. What do you think about that? That's fine. Do you think, do you, would you use that? Yes. Would that be okay with you? That would be fine. That would be okay with you? Absolutely. Really? Yes. Okay. Wouldn't it be? I don't know. So the it's question Microsoft. is. It's Microsoft. It's okay. Like Amazon. So the question is. If they're going to have this rapid release cycle for new features, right? Mm-hmm. If they're going to release new features every two or three or four months, how does that work for their money-making scheme? Well, for their enterprise stuff, I don't know. Because they like to have the premiums and the subscriptions for that. But So, does that mean... So, I think for enterprise, it's even easier. Because their subscriptions and premiums, they're already there. Well, everyone's still buying the subscriptions for their XP. Yeah, they're... They're still doing that, unfortunately. So what about for the consumers, then? Do you think normal people would be okay paying for a subscription for Windows? I wouldn't, but it's fine. I don't think people would have a problem with it anymore. Yeah, I'm... What if it was just $100 for two years? Would would you be okay with that? No. I feel like I'd be okay with that. But I don't know. I just like having one key, and it's good forever. Oh, I agree, but... I mean, I know forever is only two years. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think pe- normal people would be okay with it. Enthusiasts still might not like it, but I think normal people wouldn't even notice. Yeah. And if you don't pay with it, you just don't get new features. I mean, you might still get security updates. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you, you know those Metro tiles. I mean, live tiles. Metro tiles? That sounds so reasonable. Oh, I mean, that's that's what it was only released as. Hmm. 
Um, but they're going to be more like Android widgets now, and they can interact without entering their respective apps. No. So you press Windows key, and then you just get flooded. And, and then you can crap. touch them. I mean, right now they just kind of like move around. They sit there and they move, and they tell unpredictably. me about news from last week. Man, that sucks. Oh, well, look, there's a Zilla. I mean, Mozilla in my thing. Okay. That, that, yeah. So, so that that could be a nice Windows Nine feature, but I don't know. So, did you, did you hear about how the Windows Nine will separate the desktop and the Metro? So, like, on, isn't it already? Is it? It is. Because I, oops, I accidentally hit the Windows key and something weird came up. Well, so I guess the idea in the Windows Nine is that on devices that aren't touch screens, you won't have a Metro interface per se. It'll just be a desktop, and on devices that aren't computers, it'll just be a non-desktop metro thing. I just want to say, this this is sounding better and better. Because, you know, it makes sense, right? Yeah. Now, the one weird thing about that is what happens to the Surface? Because that is that a computer or is that a tablet? That's... Wait, it can determine itself when the stupid keyboard is attached. Genius! Wow. Huh. Does that work like that? No, but it could. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Microsoft. What an idea. Well, that that's good. So tell me more. About uh, uh something else. What, your Opera Mini? Yeah, tell, tell me about Opera. Well, Opera Mini will become the default browser on all Nokia phones. Are you serious? Yeah, all all of them. Or the feature phones they, that, that Microsoft likes. They have feature Nokia. phones? Well, allegedly they still have them. I don't know how that works. I thought that was the point of Windows Phone to be... Oh, wait, you're right. That is a smartphone operating system, isn't yeah, it? What would you call that? Not it's enough a, memory. It's pretty much a feature phone. Yeah, it pretty much is because it doesn't have enough memory. Yeah, but no, I endorse all usage of Opera Mini. Just, just the have you ever used first. Have you ever used Opera Mini? Yeah, it's atrocious. I I got a Wii back in two thousand six. So you're telling me that if my only experience about using Opera <laughs> Mini is on something from two thousand six and using a Wii to type in stuff. But can I tell you something? Maybe. In 2006, when I had Opera Mini, I went to Homestar Runner and I played a Flash video on that, my Wii. That, I had Flash. On your Wii? On my not Wii. even the iPhone. My Wii could Flash and nothing else can. Yeah, whatever. So, so let, let, let's, let's talk about the Microsoft and, and their desire to have a Chromecast. Oh, a Chromecast? Well, I mean, it's not going to be a Chromecast, but, but Microsoft would like to make this thing called a Miracast based thing it's not like a chromecast you plug it into your tv and then using the mirror cast you can directly mirror your windows phone or your windows 8 desktop to your tv how does that sound amazing sounds good to me i don't know what took microsoft so long to to get on this now now in part is is their desire to actually have hardware support so uh do you know of uh intel processors like i think I, uh, fourth gen and up, they actually have no even third gen and up. They have the Miracast thing built into the chip, so it does all the decoding and encoding oh, cool. on chip, ready to go, just natively. So that that is pretty nice. And Microsoft's probably waiting around for that. But just think about having to skip all of the whatever Chromecast does and just be able to directly mirror. Sounds pretty nice. Now, this this is a rumored product, and it could be announced at some Lumia event sometime in the near future. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. This Lumia event happens to be the day before IFA. Oh. So, you might see this pretty soon. I, I hope, that's got to come up, though. Mm-hmm. That's very cool. Would you buy one of these kind of things? 
If it was $35. What if it was 50 Like, I'd rather get a Roku. No, you wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Probably true. Yeah. So, finally... You've uh, heard of Instagram, right? I have heard of Instagram. Oh, they they released a new iOS app um, called Hyperlapse. Hyperlapse. Yeah. I mean, it... it mm, it's not like a... Does it have anything to do with a time lapse? Kind of. Kind of. Yeah. Think of it as a time lapse video. Hmm. Wow. But with just an iPhone camera. Huh. Like, uh, it's iOS only. No no Android, no nothing. No, no Android? No. What's the point? Well... They like doing nothing, I guess. Well, so I have a, a, and again, a completely pointless video, but I will play it. And so that that's hyperlapse. It literally just speeds up your 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 video, I guess. So so you so you ask. So why isn't it available on launch day for Android? Right? You ask that. I ask that. Well, I, I ask that today. <laughs> I, I I read the blog post about the guy who was developing the tech for this, who decided to work in Instagram, and basically he says this totally could be done on Android, but. They would need to enhance some of their gyroscope APIs, apparently. Oh. Because apparently the iOS and the iPhones in general have really good APIs. And the gyroscope hardware is probably better anyway. Because, you know, again, it's not just the screen sizes that change at Apple. It's that the internal components in terms of accelerometer and gyroscope and things, those don't change from week one to week two of production. Whereas on Android... Hey, this week it's a Galaxy S3, and now it's a 4, and now it's a 4S G2. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah. So that's hey, all the news we have for this week. Hey, why don't you ask me a question? Uh, um, um, can you uh, tie a knot? <sighs> that's not the question. What is the question? Hey, do you got any plugs? Oh, is that the question? I thought that was the that's point. That's the question I've, I've said no to for 139 weeks. That is absolutely false, and you know it. At least the last 100. False... Least until eighty-eight. Okay, <laughs> dude. Hey, do you have any plugs? I got a plug for you. Finally, I spent cash money on an app with credit. Well, cash credit. Okay, fine. No, it was more work getting the credit card into the iPad than. But you else. know it. You know, you just hit the buy button and it goes. Because you can't just buy it on your computer, right? No, it's not like, like the Play no. Store. Yeah, like the Play Store. So, as you all know, I have an iPad and I bought an app for it, and uh, this app. Explains to you very well how to tie 275 knots. What? Knots. Can you spell that? Ah, yeah, with some Ks. Okay, just making sure. Yeah, um, no, but th- they also have a website where you can view everything for free. There is a link for that. Um, but I like the app because it's just a little bit better. Plus, they are an amazing group. And it's great. You can do it frame by frame, or you can have it on Infinite Loo. Um, and... It's a very patient app. So, for example... So, no matter how terrible you are at tying knots, you can go as slow as you need to. So, for example, I'm looking here at the tying a back drapery knot. And and so, it's uh, you, you're given a little, uh, little box with the picture of each state of the knot, and then you can mouse over the little numbers to go to each state, or just let it go on itself on different speeds. And then what I think is really cool is it has written instructions below... 
but it's um, highlighted in a darker color for each step that you get to. So it starts off with make a loop in one end and wrap it with the other end four or five times. Make a bite in the second end and pass it through the coil. And so like that, it's really cool. Yeah. And um, so do you remember that uh, monkey's fist I showed you? Yes. Like, like that's how I found it. Like, they just have crazy weird knots that you'd never use for anything besides just to say you can tie a knot. They even have an arborist section. I think my dad needs to see this immediately. Oh, well, there's knots in that. Apparently, there's an arbor hitch, an alpine butterfly, uh, uh, and and so on. There's also a beer knot. I don't know what that is, and that's why I stopped. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know either. Uh, also, just so you know, that they're not exclusive to that. Like, the, you'll see these in other sections. Well, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, and one of the funny things about looking through these knots is there's a lot of knots I recognize because you know how I was a scout for practically a practically. schooling years. Okay, from kindergarten to tenth grade, mm-hmm. scout always tying the knots. They changed the names in some of them. Well, they probably and don't then have you... uniform names. So pick pick any knot over yonder. Okay, just, just I, pick I, one. I got one. Now click on additional information. Okay, hold on. Uh, where is that? Um, crap, how do they do that? So I, I'm in the decorative section, and I am clicking on the masthead knot mat, and where's this button you want me to click on? Okay, so this must be an app only. It Either way, be. well, there's some knots where they give, like, also alternative names, and then they'll list, like, seven. Well, that seems pretty reasonable. Yeah. So, so uh, um, some, some questions for them, then. What happens when more ads, uh, knots are added? So this is actually the third version of the app. Uh-huh. Um, so you, you buy it once, mm-hmm. and then they update it all the time. That sounds good. Um, With new knots, presumably? Yes. And so they're, they're actually by request. Oh, that's so cool. So on the website, so if you read the reviews well, for the iOS version, people mm-hmm. are asking for these knots in the review section. Mm-hmm. And then they commented on it. Next version of the thing, they added the knots. Well, that's amazing. Yes. Um, there's a very live thing. So you think knots is kind of like something that never changes. Well, they're always adding more. Yeah. Um, at, at first, there was less than 200. Mm-hmm. And as they get bigger, and as people keep on, keep on buying it, they can fund their development and add more knots to it. So, so tell us how much the app is on the iOS. It is expensive. It's a whole $5. You know, but that's... you're supporting a nautical group, and it's always good to do that. And you can practice keeping your ropes tied. Uh, what about on Android? You can do it on the Android too, or if you're cheap, you can just do it on the website. Well, that sounds pretty good. Yeah. So, so I mean, you're, you're recommending this pretty highly, right? I I am, and um, we are also adding a new segment to every week's fringe now. <laughs> every week's fringe, huh? Mm-hmm. What what is the new segment? So. I have had issues describing things in the past, and so I'm going to work on my ability to describe things, and you can't tie knots. No, well. I have no ability to do that. And this, this, the way we have the workflow of this studio set up is you can't see what the other person's doing. Which Pretty much. makes it the best. Because we basically have a ring of monitors. Yes. Yeah. So I will be describing how to tie a knot. And Every week, a different knot. And so then I'll be over here tying the knot while reading the instructions no, on no, my no, screen. No, 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 Like, I will cause an EMP, or I'll just start pulling stuff. <laughs> that's basically the same. I mean, honestly. Oh, so that's what the Mudo can do. Like, um, Godzilla oh. has to, like, it can just do, like, EMP. I love how you bring bird. a random... Oh, I was watching <laughs> Godzilla right before I came here. Yeah. So, so uh, that's a pretty nice app you got there. 
It is, and um, I should should have brought the iPad over, but as I mentioned, I was eating food and uh, other things. Uh, don't worry, I'm sure we'll um, have time to experiment with it on another day when we try hyperlapse of you tying the knot. Hyperlapse? Oh, no. <laughs> it's, it's not for iPad. Um, yes? I, I don't believe it. Yep. I. You, you, you should. iPad. No. Right, see, you got it already. Uh, so, so do you have anything else for this week? I started a retirement account. Oh, how'd that go? 41 years from now, I'll tell you. Oh, I see. It's that long, huh? Yeah. Yeah, so what are you doing next week? Oh, 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 um, I think something about the mail. So, so when I ask you, what about next week, do I mean, like, later this Sunday, or do I mean next Tuesday? Like, I just want to know what that means. (sighs) You know, I have new, like, why set yourself up for disappointment? Why have a fixed plan that won't be met? That, see, that's how I don't live, because that's, that's weird. Eh. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't care. I mean, if we do it next Tuesday, I'll have my first day of classes. I can tell you all about it. Oh, you have to go back to that crap hole. Uh, yeah, kind of. I do have to go back to... Your stadium uh, fees and your Hey, but at least the Vikings are paying for my stadium fees now, maybe. Probably not. No, they're 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 just getting both the monies. Yeah, probably. And, and so, yes, I will be returning back to my uh, lovely University of Minnesota next week. And so, nothing changes. Well, mm-hmm. and... Just to let you know, I am opening up my birthday gift for being two. Okay then. Well, uh, so where, what, what do you, what do you, what else are you doing next week? Any uh, big plans? Oh, when do you go on your hunting trip? When is that? Sometime in September. Um, yeah, I have to do season open September fourteenth. Okay. So I have to go buy some stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, where can we find you on the internet? Oh, well, we can find you just about anywhere, including my website that I haven't closed. On the one and one. On the one and one. Why? Why not? Haven't you closed it? I don't see the need. You don't see the need suddenly after four weeks of telling me every day, Ryan, I didn't close my one-in-one count. Is that is that right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you can find me just about everywhere, but especially on the Twitter, Ryan Mar, and of course on the Google+, Plus, which is where I occasionally post some stuff and even comment on Ian Buck's Sweden adventure. And you might be able to find me soon one day on a new blog. I'm looking forward to seeing your, what your blog can do. It does nothing that you can see yet. But one day, you'll be able to see all the new stuff and all this old stuff simultaneously. It's going to be pretty cool, right? Yeah, that sounds cool. Mm-hmm. Well, that's all I have. Well, I look forward to uh, seeing what happens next Okay, have a good one. See you. That won't but, stop uh, me. Yeah, you know, I just want you to read this headline from uh, Ars Technica. Okay. Um, it, well, we're going to put it in the fringe notes. Well, great. that's where it goes. Thank you for learning how to do this after 140 episodes. Because uh, we have a new segment called Lol Comcast. <laughs> Marcelo Claudius. Tuesdays are fun days, apparently. Well, think about it. It's your second day back from work. We can't do a back-to-work thing. Or is that, does he do back to work on Sunday? Tuesdays. Oh. <laughs> We're not but, copying but, anyone. But, but keep in mind that Mar not Marco, um, Merlin Mann doesn't actually have what is known as a job. Like. What is going on? Oh! Where? Oh, oh no, okay. Look at what you did. You made the lemon drop.
look what I couldn't open. Like, I, I washed my hands with my arm. I'm not touching this computer. Like, uh, I just started banging the keyboard, and this popped up. 